Good morning. Welcome to my place in the country. This is one of my favorite places to be. It's definitely one of the places that I've spent a lot of time just working through things. And uh, last night and yesterday, after posting the last episode, I realized, like, we went into a lot of things, right? Um, but I think I could boil it down into three things that have been the most profound for my own emotional resilience, for being in a good emotional place, and for that emotional recovery that was asked about. And honestly, they're pretty simple. And you probably know these things or know of them, but I believe I can go into a little bit more detail, especially on the last one. So the three things, if I really, really boil it down, it's number one, sleeping well. Like when I was young, I took pride that I only slept two hours a night and I got up after a hard night of partying and I got up and worked hard um, and I would literally drive myself to the point of exhaustion. What I've come to learn as I got older was the better my sleep is, the better I am throughout the day. The more centered I feel, um, the more connected I can be to my emotions, the less I'm rocked by the things that are going on in life. So sleep quality. And for me, it's, uh, I don't have a phone in the bedroom. Um, I turn the phone off about half an hour to an hour before I go to bed. Uh, there's some supplements like the one I mentioned the last one, GABA, which helps about once a week for a good restorative sleep. Um, I sleep in a dark room, but I just Whatever it is that works for you, uh, I found the things that work for me. Like the best quality sleep that you can get is incredible. Um, the second thing, dun dun dun, and I don't know why I'm counting this way. Like I, I count this way sometimes, I count this way, I, I don't know. Like I just, sometimes I work in weird ways. So number two, <laughs> number two, um, it's being able to have real conversations with people that I care about. And I'll go with this more in, in a later episode, uh, but there's a lot of things that I've done over the past decade to like foster and have and cultivate these incredible relationships in my life where I do. I get to call uh, people or sit down with them or invite them out uh, or go to where they are and talk about the things that like really, really matter to me. The things that went way sideways and uh, honestly I couldn't believe or I was hurt or I was trying to understand um, or I just felt lost. The things that went really, really well and before I wouldn't talk about them because I would feel ashamed. Uh, or I'd feel like I couldn't, um, like if I shared the things that were going well in my life, that it would make other people feel bad, right? So I found those relationships and I cultivated them and I put energy into them where we can have real conversations. And that's a lot of what this is. Like you and I, we, we get to have these real conversations. Um, and then the third one, and this is the one I'll, I'll focus on here, um, there's a particular form of meditation that I have found insanely, intensely, insanely might not be the right word, intensely useful. And um, I learned it in, I think, four different ways. And before I get into it, I know for some of you, like meditation is, is old hat, you've done it for a long time, but I can think of a few people in particular that meditation's probably 
newer. And it's a weird word, right? Because you think of it like meditation. It's these gurus who've been sitting down forever and they've been practicing for 10 and 20 years and oh, and it's mystical and they're centered with the universe, right? Meditation can be that. But meditation is actually like a broad word. Meditation is a lot like the word sports. Right? So if you think of sports, you've got basketball, you've got football, and not only do you have football, but you've got American football, you've got the football slash what we call soccer for the rest of the world. You have Aussie rules football, um, you have golf, you have uh, NASCAR racing, you've got like everything fits underneath this category of sport. And meditation is much the same way. With meditation, um, you can do it, oh, I bumped the camera, sorry about that. You can use meditation to center into yourself and to process and feel emotions. That's one way. You can use meditation to cultivate positive feelings in your body and in your mind and feel better about things. You can use meditation in that home to like transcend yourself and move beyond. You can use meditation for processing trauma. You can use meditation um, for being prepared, and this is used a lot by high performers, including athletes, to be prepared for that moment so that you can fall into flow and so that you can just rock out whatever it is that you're creating or, or that, um, uh, that play that's coming up next in sports. So, it's a broad word. Aww. By the way, we're going to have puppy dogs come visit us as this comes through. Uh, my friend is visiting and he has two incredible dogs that will probably make an appearance. I love you. So meditation is this broad thing, but there's one particular form of meditation that for um, emotional resilience, for emotional processing, for emotional recovery, oh, has just literally been a game changer for me. And the first time, you want it? One sec, guys. Yeah. Whoa. You want to play ball? Here. Here. <laughs> Alright. So the first time I learned about this form of meditation was actually kind of in a semi-woo-woo way. And that was that it's about practicing gratitude, right? You think, okay, well, what's gratitude? Gratitude is just good feelings. So you sit down before you uh, go to sleep and then again when you wake up and you think about all the things in your life that you're really, really grateful for. Like I think of my grandmother, I think of a particular day uh, that I was on my grandparents' property as a kid and there was like sunlight, kind of like now, the sunlight coming in that was coming through these willow leaves and I can just feel these warm uh, feelings and I can be grateful for uh, for people in my life. I can be grateful for uh, uh, things that have happened for me. I can be grateful even for challenging things that have happened, especially when I've learned from them and they've become gifts, right? So you just practice gratefulness. That was the first way that I learned this form of meditation. The second way that I learned this form of meditation, uh, again, this one is a bit woo-woo, um, and we're going to get into the science in a minute, but there's a Hawaiian chant or a Hawaiian not even sure what to call it, if it's a ritual or whatever else, but it's called Ho'oponopono. And I'll put it in the links below, because if you try to spell Ho'oponopono, uh, you're gonna get it wrong many times, uh, or at least I did. And Ho'oponopono is this chant that you can say over and over again, and it's basically, I'm sorry, please forgive me, 
I thank you, I love you. Um, if you break that down, uh, when, when I was practicing that, I wasn't saying it to anyone in particular, except honestly, often to me. Uh, I'm sorry that sometimes I'm harsh on myself or I judge myself too much. Um, please forgive me for, for being mean or being short or not being present or disconnecting or whatever else that I was feeling at the time. Thank you. Thank you for your forgiveness. Thank you for just being present. Thank you for caring. And I love you. Uh, that regardless of anything that happens, I love you. And quite honestly, as I practice this more and more, I did this for days upon days upon days upon months upon now it's been a couple of years. Uh, I do it before I go to bed. I do it again when I wake up. I find that it's created and cultivated this sense of positivity within me uh, that has been really, really beneficial. Um, and so, okay, cool, I've got these positivity practices, if we want to call them that. Those are really, really useful and they've helped me kind of reconnect a bit to my emotions. They've helped me process. Uh, and then it began to go deeper. So then I was at an event where I learned about heart math. So heart math creates a device kind of like this. But what HeartMath really is, is this science-based organization that's looking about how to utilize um, a certain form of meditation in order to improve people's lives. This is a form of meditation that is scientifically uh, studied, uh, has scientific papers behind it, um, is used with first responders, with people in the military, with police force, uh, and with everyday people to help them process uh, emotions that come up on an unconscious level. You don't even have to consciously think about things, but to process these um, emotions that come up and to um, also after big emotional events, things that would normally cause trauma, it can be used to just process it right then and right there and keep it from uh, solidifying in the unconscious to become something that is uh, a challenge to deal with later on. And that is usually in the form of trauma, PTSD, or whatever else it might be. And what I like about it was it finally gave me a way to measure, like, was I doing this right? Because I didn't know. Like, when you're meditating, you don't know if you're doing these things right. You're just going after it. Um, and so the way this thing works is it works with a, uh, an app called Inner Balance, and it's a little Bluetooth device, and you plug it to your ear. You look a little strange, right? You plug it to your ear, put this on your collar, and you're basically guided by the app to a particular breathing. Like, you know, breathe in for five seconds, breathe out for five seconds. And, and the rhythm for you might be a little different one way or the other. Maybe it's five seconds in, five seconds out. Maybe it's uh, six seconds in, six seconds out. You can test and find out what's right for you. But while you're doing that, you're, again, thinking back upon things that bring you joy that bring you appreciation or gratitude or compassion, um, all of those moments. And what they found through this study was um, the heart actually has a whole bunch of neurons, which sounds weird, but it does. So the heart has these little neurons and they create the strongest electromagnetic uh, field pulse that's within the body as the heart does its thing, right? And they found that when you can get to a point where your mind and the heart are in coherence. These, um, and I'm not uh, a doctor, so 
please uh, look up the information. You'll find something that's even better than this. Um, but when these frequencies are in coherence with each other, um, that if that's in it done for at least six minutes or so, that the body begins to move from the fight or flight or the active space into a rest and digest recover space. And it helps with physical recovery after exercises, it helps with emotional recovery, um, and the body begins to release uh, chemicals, neurotransmitters that are related to this rest and release. And when it begins to release these neurochemicals, then, um, the recovery of the body, the recovery of the emotions, the connection happens. And what I experienced, hold on. One more time. Go, go get him. When uh, I do this, what I experienced the first times is I actually felt like this aching. It was strange to, to describe it. I tend to feel a lot of things. I felt this aching of my chest as it felt like it was kind of expanding. And over time, what I realized was there was just a lot of stuff that I'd pushed down. And as I would do this meditation, slowly and slowly, day by day, it would um, relax and release. And I would feel less and less of this pressure that's been built up inside. And then it was just easier. It was easier to be present. It was easier to be here in this moment, like I am with you right now. It was easier to feel centered. It was easier that when chaotic things were going on in my life, I wasn't knocked all around. Um, and most importantly, I just really felt connected. That was the, the word I'd describe. I'm like, okay, cool. And this measured it. Like it told me when I was there and when I wasn't. And so it became easier. I got this positive reinforcement. It became easier and easier. Uh, to be in that state. And my life emotionally and in other ways became better, a lot better. And then earlier this year in February, I talked about this a little bit yesterday as well, or in the last episode, where I went to something called 40 Years of Zen and you put on like these electrodes on your head and you sit down and it's doing what this does, but even to a higher degree of detail. It's actually measuring the brain waves that are going through in the brain. And there are particular brain waves called alpha waves. And in this state, when, when you have predominantly alpha waves in your, uh, going on in your brain, it's often linked towards really deep meditations where somebody is experiencing strong feelings of gratitude, appreciation, and, um, and compassion. And so during that process, I got to take what I had learned from all those other things, the gratitude process, the Ho'oponopono, the, um, heart math process and I got to take them to the next level and feel throughout my body what was going on and what was happening as I was guided into these predominantly alpha level states. What I loved about that most was A, I could find the science behind it. I could understand why this form of meditation was actually a particular brain state, this alpha brain state and how it was bringing mind and heart, if you will, into coherence, and why that state was one of the best states for processing um, the emotions that we have in life. And that because that state then releases, like I said, all these neurochemicals that help the body rest and digest and recover mentally, emotionally, uh, physically, um, that it took it to the next level for me. And since then, it's been one of those practices that 
every single day I hit, or even sometimes in the middle of the day, I'll just take literally sometimes five minutes, um, sometimes as long as 15, but usually it's around five minutes or so, uh, especially in the middle of the day because I'm getting things done. And practicing this brings me back to a point of feeling both centered and connected with the world and with myself. And so these three things taken together, again, it's really, really high quality sleep, the best you can get and the, the amount that, that's right for you. Um, two is people that you can have real conversations with and feel connected with. And uh, to the best of my ability, I hope that that's part of what we get to provide with this show. That um, this heart-based, alpha brain-based meditation, however you want to think of it, compassion-based meditation, that this process can get you to that point where you actually feel emotionally resilient, emotionally connected, emotionally safe, and emotionally present. Um, and what I found is when those things happen in my life, I feel way, way happier. I feel like life is truly worth living instead of being a disconnected head over here, semi sleepwalking through life or watching myself go through life. So yeah, uh, boil it down to those three things right there. Um, that would be my suggestion on where to start. Resources will be in the show notes and the description. Um, and if you feel interested, but also that this might be a little strange for you, give it a try. Like five minutes a day, 10 minutes if you want to do it morning and night, and to just do it for I would say at least a week, but if I'm being honest because habits take a while to form, I would say if you can commit to doing it for three weeks, the effects in your life will be profound. All right, well, dogs are back. Big love. Have a great day. Thank you. Come on. Yeah? You're going to drop it for me? I can't throw it. <laughs> that was the worst possible throw. This is Mr. Plow finishing up the editing of this episode, and I want to bring two things to your awareness. Number one, I realized that I said, um, 45 times. I said, uh, 48 times. I said, like, at least 15 times, and extra so's and ands more than I can count. I'm not beating myself up over it, but that awareness is going to help me be even better. So I went through and counted them all. The second thing I want to point out is Boris, even with this extra bit right now, this is under 20 minutes. Boom. Ch -ch -ch. Challenge completed. Big love.